It's time for Tower Talks with Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast. And here are your hosts, Inside Towers Managing Editor, Jim Fryer, and Inside Towers Washington Bureau Chief, Leslie Stimson. I'm Leslie Stimson, Inside Towers Washington Bureau Chief, and I'm here at Nate Unite 2020 in Raleigh, North Carolina with FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So you're involved in workforce issues. Do you have any, anything more to say about what was teased on the podium, the Department of Labor stuff, what's going on there? Yes, yeah, so as we look at building out 5G and internet infrastructure in this country, I think there's three main pillars. One, we got to push more spectrum out there, which we're doing. Mm-hmm. Two, we've got to cut some red tape so these new cell sites can go up much faster. We're making great progress doing that. I think the third uh, leg of this uh, three-legged stool, so to speak, is workforce development. And I've been leaning uh, on community colleges as a pipeline to 5G jobs. The Department of Labor just yesterday made an announcement of a series of apprenticeship awards and grants. One of those, about five or six million dollars, is going to the Wireless Infrastructure Association to work on different curriculums and other community college and related apprenticeship and workforce development programs. I think that's another uh, solid win in terms of expanding America's skilled workforce of, of 5G climbers. Are there any more schools involved? Because we were talking about Aiken College before and Southeast Tech. Um, are there more coming online? Yeah, absolutely. So we started uh, with Aiken uh, Technical College in South Carolina. That was the model program. We've been working to expand it since then. As you noted, uh, we had a win where Southeast Tech in Sioux Falls has stood up their own Tower Tech program. And today, uh, they've been announcing that Wake Tech here in Raleigh is going to be starting up their own uh, Tower Tech program. That was one of the uh, announcements that they made at this event today. So we continue to see uh, an expansion of programs, and that Department of Labor grant is also going to be used to help set up more programs as well. Oh, great. great. You went to a Nate member this morning, I think a WISP project. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I did a couple different events this morning. One was with a WISP, which is a small wireless internet service provider, and they are literally bridging the digital divide. There is a community of Cedar Grove, about 2,000 homes in this particular area that we visited, that only had either DSL or no internet service at all. Uh, And they were uh, turning on high-speed service to that community, which was a great example. The Nate member company that we visited this morning is TEP, uh, Tower Engineering Professionals, and they are sort of a full-service company that does everything from the engineering to the actual tower climbing. I had a chance to go up one of their practice towers with some of them and and, and work on some safety training, including uh, belaying down uh, another tower climber as part of a a safety training. And it was a great experience to get to do that and spend some time with with those tower crews. And about how high was that tower? This practice tower was only about, oh, I don't know, 60, 70 feet, just a practice tower, just to... Uh, get up and work on you know rescue and training techniques. Yeah. But still, you had the right shoes, right? Did you? Yeah, we had the gear were, harnessed up and yeah. climbed up the top, and it was awesome. I had to laugh last year. I was talking with um, Chairman Pye, and he was teasing because I told him how hot you when you climb that broadcast tower, and he was yeah. going, "Ask him if he's going to do it in these shoes." And he points uh, to his loafers. Yep. <laughs> he goes, the, he's got the, the right shoes. The chairman is famous <laughs> for having climbed a tower in his uh, in his formal formal loafers, yeah. uh, and I, I prefer to wear the actual. Uh, work boots, but uh, it takes a lot of talent to to do what he did in those shoes, so my hat's off to him for that. Do you have any more climbs planned? We're always trying to. Whenever we get out of D.C., you know, I'm almost not allowed back into Washington unless I've climbed something, so uh, we have nothing on the agenda right now. I am looking to do, my bucket list is to do a a helicopter crane lift, where you go up one of those large 
broadcast towers and swap out an antenna at the top uh, using a helicopter crane. Uh, so there may be one uh, in the works that we're looking at in the near future, but we'll, we'll keep you posted if that, if that one comes through. Nate has a great new video showing that. Yes, yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, switching gears now, uh, C-Band. Yeah. Yeah. The FCC has, I think that's on the agenda for the end of the month, right? Yep, exactly. And Senator Kennedy and others have been making noise about reducing the amount of money. Could that be limited, or do you think Chairman Pai and you all are really going to do it the way it is? So Chairman Pai uh, landed at a number that makes a lot of sense from where the record is and our legal authority, uh, and I think he nailed it. And I'm voting for uh, that document that he circulated and that number uh, that he circulated. And I think at the end of the day, there were people that wanted a lot more money, uh, mm -hmm. you know, $30 billion uh, or higher. Uh, and I think on the other end, uh, that bill introduced by Senator Kennedy uh, and some Democrats uh, on the Senate side, I think total would have been around six to seven billion. Uh, the approach that we landed on is about nine billion plus some costs. So I think not only does it make sense based on where the record was, which is most important, we had to, we had to go based on that. It also happens to land, you know, uh, in the middle of where a lot of different uh, people were. I think it's going to be a great win for the U.S. and we're going to get a tremendous amount of economic value back to the American taxpayers because without uh, the assistance of the incumbents there we would have been on a, a slow road to building out 5G and C-band. So the acceleration that we get uh, from their uh, voluntary participation with that process is, is a good win. Thank you. That was all my questions. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks for uh, the chance to chat. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Tower Talks. To subscribe to our podcast, our daily newsletter, or use our other industry resources, please visit InsideTowers.com. Until next time, you've been listening to Tower Talks from Inside Towers, the wireless infrastructure industries podcast.